Although the Bible is a good source of information on the structure of Philistine government, only one of the Philistine leaders is mentioned by name. Before David became the king of Israel, his predecessor Saul threatened to kill the future king. So David attempted to flee to the enemy of his people in the Philistine city of Gath. The Seren of Gath is confounded by the situation when the exile David shows up at the gates of the city. The text reads, And David arose, and fled that day for fear of Saul, and went to Achish, the king of Gath. And the servants of Achish said unto him, Is not this David the king of the land? Did they not sing one to another of him in dances, saying, Saul hath slain his thousands, and David his ten thousands? And David laid up these words in his heart, and was sore afraid of Achish the king of Gath. And he changed his behavior before them, and feigned himself mad in their hands, and scrabbled on the doors of the gate, and let his spittle fall down upon his beard. Then said Achish unto his servants, Lo, ye see the man is mad. Wherefore then have ye brought him to me? Have I need of madmen that you have brought this fellow to play the madman in my presence? Shall this fellow come into my house? Of course, David went on to become the king of the unified kingdom of Israel, and defeat the Philistines once and for all, while the Seren Achish disappeared from the historical record. The Bible relates the nature of Philistine government, but archaeology has been able to tell more about their economic system, and how the people, especially the elites, lived. The Philistines practiced a mercantile economic system that, much like their government system, was not centrally controlled. Excavations of the Philistine cities has revealed no major storage rooms for grains, and no accumulation or surplus of elite goods, which would both point towards a lack of involvement by the Seranim in the local economy. An examination of the archaeological evidence also shows that the Philistines did not practice long-distance or international commerce. This last point is interesting, but not at all unexpected when one considers the Philistines in the historical and geographical context in which they lived. In the late Bronze Age, before the Peleset Philistines arrived in the southern Levant, a vibrant economic and political system existed in the Near East, in which kingdoms and peoples, such as Egyptians, Hittites, Babylonians, and Mycenaeans, exchanged goods and ideas. However, the arrival of the Peleset Philistines and the other sea peoples put an end to that system, and another such system would not exist in the region until the establishment of the Neo-Assyrian Empire in the 10th century BCE. So the Philistines' inability to initiate long-distance trade was more of a circumstance of the time than anything else. Despite the lack of any sophisticated trade networks, the Philistines were able to cultivate an elite class that may have borrowed some cultural elements from the Aegean. Modern archaeologists have discovered that as four of the five major Philistine cities were built by Canaanites, the structures in those cities were also originally Canaanite or even Egyptian in character and style. Although this pattern was followed by the Philistines for the most part, a Pharaonic-era ruler residency in Ashdod was remodeled to resemble an Aegean-style elite dwelling. Chariot linchpins and horsebones were also excavated from the Philistine layers at Ekron and Ashkelon, which indicates that an elite class existed that still prized the same symbols of power that their Mycenaean ancestors did a couple of hundred years prior. The existence of a Philistine elite class proves that despite the lack of long-distance trade, their society was wealthy enough to support an elite class, of which the Serenim were no doubt members.
The wealth that was present in Philistine society also demonstrates that the Philistines had the economic capacity to carry out large-scale military campaigns.